0: Welcome to the Brand Ballers Podcast with Carl and Mike, where it's all about learning to build a brand that people understand. This is a really great DIY solution to get a wireless microphone for your.
1: Welcome to our next episode of what we're calling a case study podcast. Just to bring you into context, in case you weren't here last week, Carl recently created a marketing video for one of his clients. It's a microphone company. And when creating a marketing video, there's lots of things that you should consider from your research to how you're going to produce it to creating a good story. And so we wanted to share this process of creating to hopefully provide some useful tips for you so you can go market your business. This is sort of just a Q&A session where I'm asking Carl tons of questions and he's just spilling the beans. He's spilling some pretty good stuff. So let's do the show. So last week we talked about the initial research of the video that you made, and so this week we're going to talk about the next step, which is basically writing the script of the video. Does it sound good?
0: Well, actually it's the storyboarding this week, but yeah, anyway. Okay,
1: okay. Well, writing, <laughs> storyboarding, yeah, it's just another word. So anyway, yeah. What? so why don't we start off with that? What is storyboarding? Sounds like a foreign okay. word to me. Yeah.
0: yeah, it is. So storyboarding is essentially drawing out what the video is going to look like sequence by sequence or scene by scene until the very end of the video. So if you ever watch movies, feature films, and they have the behind the scenes thing where they show how they make the movie, you always see these drawings of the movie and little frames of what the movie's going to look like. That is a storyboard.
1: It's like drawing out the video?
0: Yeah, it's drawing out basically the entire, you know, video. Imagine like a comic strip of your video. Mm. Yeah, it's just that. <laughs> Okay, there's nothing cool. more to it <laughs>
1: okay well alright so So you do that and, and you mentioned something about order uh, I mean is that basically it is that you're trying to uh, envision what the video will look like and trying to do it in some way that's sort of tangible
0: right and the main purpose of it is um, to keep yourself organized but also for example you're probably going to deliver this to somebody else to see or even if you're just making the video yourself you want to know what you're going to be filming next so that you stay organized but mainly when you're showing this to a client, for example, you need to be able to demonstrate to them what's going to happen so that they can either make changes or get an idea of what's going to happen anyway with the video. So it's, it's actually quite important.
1: Okay. For this project, did you have a client or was it just for yourself?
0: So the client I always think is the people that are going to watch the video, but okay. also it's going to be for eduteach. But typically these videos where it's just me making these types of things, it's always just me that is the main person that I have to you know consider in terms of okay creatively what is it gonna look like so it's just me really
1: as far as materials anything that you use for this when you go through this process
0: okay well sometimes when when I do this I'll either draw it out um, on paper I'll just take like you know my pencil and a piece of paper and I'll just quickly sketch out what's gonna happen it might not be, you know, they're not like these epic, you know, awesome looking cartoon, like comic strip type of things. They're like our brand ballers logo. They're, they're probably like little, you know, stick figures and stuff, right? Uh, I spent you know, 12 hours on that
1: thing. You did? You?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, they're stick figures because they're basically just, you know, cause I'm, cause you know, I'm bald anyway. So yeah. it's easy to draw a little circle with the face on it. And basically that's it. So it's just, sort of the idea so for my own videos personal videos like that the storyboarding is really simple because i already know uh from preparing the video script and the content i already know what's going to happen so i don't really have to worry too much and the locations and things like that don't really change too much so i don't have to worry about where it's going to be and uh getting different elements of the of the of this of the video in place. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, when I do animated videos, I do have a storyboard because I do have to show a client exactly what's going to happen. So those are far more detailed and they do go you know line by line what's going to happen in the in the video. So okay. in that way I do, you know, for that type of video, I do use the computer and I actually just use the software for making the video mm. to do the storyboard as well because I find that it saves time because I have to transfer everything there anyway. So yeah,
1: yeah. okay. Well, it's good to hear that our head physique is uh, good for storyboarding. But okay, perfect. <laughs> All right. So last week we were we were talking about the research and now we're talking about the storyboarding. You want to walk us through a little bit of you know how you how you did this process?
0: Okay. So if we're talking about from last week or the initial research. So once the research has been completed, then I have to think about, okay, where am I gonna make this thing and how exactly is it going to, I guess, fit together? So uh, once the research is done, I have to write a script and, or at least prepare an outline of what I'm going to say. And I did make a video a little while ago about whether you should write a script or not. And you know, I gave some tips for if you don't write a script, what you should do. And the main thing is that no matter what you do, you have to be organized in the sense of knowing exactly what you're going to start out with, what the point of your video is going to be, what you know, what sort of action steps you might want people to take. So you don't carry on too much. That's the main thing for me is I, I never want to go on and on about something. I, mm-hmm. I really want to edit as, you know, as um, as what can I say, like viciously or aggressively <laughs> as possible to cut out as much unnecessary, you know, fluff in it as I can. So that's basically what I do and then after that it's just producing the it's just actually making the video so getting the equipment ready getting the backgrounds ready getting the lighting all set up and then and then actually filming it
1: okay well for this particular video it's a it's over four minutes long and one of the things that we do talk about is you know normally we're talking about let's get let's make videos really fast and you know cut cut the fluff out but Actually, I think part of the reason was you did, you went the instructional video approach. So you're almost, uh, you know, you're teaching people about something. What gave you that thought? I mean, you know, you could have made something cool. You decided to make something cool and educative. Uh, you know, anything trigger you to do that? Uh,
0: for that particular video, it was mainly I had to show people how easy it was to uh, I guess to have the separate audio systems so in that video so a little background in case someone didn't doesn't know what we're talking about there's a video that I made about wireless microphones and how you can get a wireless microphone set up without having to purchase those expensive wireless uh, typical wireless uh, microphones so with this you pick up um, a lavalier microphone that we sell plus a digital voice recorder and you have yourself a wireless microphone mm-hmm. but the thing is you have to sync it sync the audio from that microphone together with your camera audio and so I wanted to show people how easy it was to do that syncing. And it really is a twenty-second process, and if you're using the right software, it's like five seconds because the software does it for you. So, but I wanted to teach people that as well. So I want to demonstrate. I want to demonstrate how well the system worked, and I also want to demonstrate how easy it was to get the audio synced. And then I also wanted to then reinforce again the ease and the and especially the audio quality because I think that's where. People thought that okay, I have to get something else because the quality is so much better than uh, I guess what they expected. So mm-hmm. that's why I did that way.
1: Yeah, I think particularly with the the DIY uh, audience, you know, the the way that you made the video. I mean, it's it's sort of for them. And and we were kind of talking about you know who's who's the target audience and and who would the microphones be. Uh, be beneficial for and so it's sort of these people like we kind of said like you know Carl from 10 years ago but also just people that are just making videos and aren't happy with the you know the standard microphone already on phones and stuff so you're kind of showing right. them what's the next level
0: right and I think that you know people tend to um, spend a lot of money on stuff and you know I've done it as well and a lot of times we're not happy with what we've received or we get something and then think oh man now what do I do it that? that's all I have and not get something else So my thinking is, how can I, you know, optimally utilize whatever I have and, you know, make it do double duty or triple duty or whatever. So, you know, kind of like hacking what I have and and making the most of it. So Mm -hmm. that's the kind of value that I always wanted to, um, well, not always, but in that particular video, I want to emphasize the value that we could offer by saying, hey, you know, it's not just limited to sticking the microphone into your camera. You can do a lot more with it if you just, you know, if you just knew.
1: Mm-hmm. Was there a particular reason you chose to shoot the video outside? Because it's a lot harder to do it outside.
0: It is a lot harder because there is the environment, of course, that you have to uh, you know, uh, consider. Um, but the day was just so beautiful. And typically in Vancouver, it's not always that nice. So it's like cloudy again today. So I'm not gonna go outside in the rain. But if there is a nice day, I wanna get out there and, and get the video done. The other reason is because I needed that distance. So in order to demonstrate that it works from really far away, I mean, it looks like I'm really far away, but it's probably like about, I don't know uh, how many feet, but like maybe 50, 60 feet away from the, from the, uh, from the camera. And it works perfectly. Like I could have you know, gone home, left the camera <laughs> running. It would have been the same. The audio call, it I could have gotten on, on an airplane, flew to Amsterdam to visit Mike, have lunch, go back, and, and the recording and the video would have still sounded just as good. So that's what I wanted to demonstrate. That's why I went outside.
1: I think you need to do that for next. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll do that yeah. for the next one. Okay. All right. The scene is outside. The clothing that you wore—was w- there any reason that you chose the clothing that you had? Is that to help? Yeah.
0: So for the Eduteach videos, um, oh, uh, I didn't. I don't think I mentioned the name before. But anyway, for those videos, I typically want to be more casual. Mm. So I think that most of our audience are people that uh, maybe identify with me in that more, I guess, casual, you know, type of. Uh, setting uh, you know it was kind of cold uh, I could have probably <laughs> worn a bigger jacket but I also want to make sure that the video doesn't look too seasonal or mm. or that it won't date too quickly mm. so um, when I when I think about okay I could have worn like a big winter jacket or whatever and made it look like yeah it's the dead of winter but I, I kind of want to make it look like you know it could have been spring or mm-hmm. you know late fall or something like that so that people, um, yeah, so there's there's not, I I guess that people don't um, uh, look at that and think, oh, that's kind of, I don't know, odd or whatever. Yeah, sure.
1: Well, when you were looking at the other uh, mic providers, I mean, did you see, do they have some styles that were kind of clear, you know, they're, I don't know, wearing certain Um, stuff or... Well I mean most way. of the
0: other ones, most of the ones are quite formal. They, they, yeah. they don't go outside and like make stuff like that and they typically will shoot it in the studio with some guy who talks like this and you know he talks very slowly and explains how the benefits of the microphone. So it's, that's normally what people would do right? Mm. And the only other company that had something uh, you know somewhat different uh, and maybe similar to what mine are, was another company that sells a, a, a real wireless microphone for GoPro cameras. And so they did something more outdoorsy and outside like that as well.
1: There's some other things you want to talk about when it comes to storyboarding? Yeah, I think
0: that, um, yeah, I do actually. So so when it comes to storyboarding, I think that maybe one other thing that I should touch upon is that you don't have to write, you don't have to draw out everything. Uh, That sounds like it's really hard to do and sometimes it is kind of time consuming, I will admit. But what you can do instead is you can create a shot list. So a shot list is just writing out where you're going to shoot and what you're going to shoot. So let's say, for example, you have maybe uh, for for those videos. For example, uh, I try to include some shots of the actual products. So over ho- over top of what I'm talking, I'll have some shots of the product, and those that's called B-roll. And that B-roll, I'll typically maybe write out what that is going to be. So I'll I'll write out okay, I need a I need a a, sh- a close-up shot of the microphone. I need you know um, a scene showing. The microphone being plugged in, or mm. um, how to adjust the levels, or maybe the how I um, use the software on my computer. So things like that, I'll write out just to make sure that I know what I need. Mm. And typically, that will go in sequence if you do write out something for the entire video. But if you if you just need something like that, where um, just these extra scenes, or you just want to be organized and make sure you don't forget anything, because you know, you don't want to go. You know, you don't want to go in front of your computer and then realize you forgot something mm-hmm. and then have to go back and do it again. It's kind of a pain in the butt. So,
1: yeah. Is there a sort of set number of scenes that you try to shoot for, or that just depends on the video?
0: Well, it depends on the video, but n- mainly those videos because I want to. I want them to be relatively simple in terms of production. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, end up going to like you know three or four different places or whatever. So a lot of times it'll be. In that one location, as you can see, in most of the videos are in usually one location, mm-hmm. um, and so that's definitely planned because there's no way I'm driving around everywhere to do it. Uh, and I think for most people as well, they would prefer to get it done, you know, in one place. So, yeah. So I don't really have a lot of different mm-hmm. locations or things like that. So a lot of times it's just going to be what I need to say, uh, what I need to show, and that's pretty much it for mm-hmm. the for the. For the shots that I have to get, so I'll write, so I'll write those out, or you can make notes in your script as well. Another mm-hmm. way to do it is to look at your script, and then right next to the sentences or right next to each part, just write out, you know, what shot you need. Okay. And then that way, you can kind of go out and get it.
1: Okay, very cool. All right, so if we were talking, if we were going to talk about action steps, because um, I'm thinking I want to make a promo video for uh, one of the apps that we're going to release. Uh, what are some tips that you can share with us?
0: Well, I I guess always it's going to be the planning part of it is really important. So the things that we talked about, the research from last week are going to be critical uh, for any project, basically any type of promo video. So getting that done first and uh, just understanding exactly what it is that the video is going to do. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times the video is seen at the beginning of that person's decision making process, right? So, uh, So for example, the one that I made, the, you know, I know that people are looking for that, so they need just to find an example of how that works. So, you know, the video itself, the purpose of it, you have to think about. Okay, well, at what point in the decision making process is this person? So consider that
1: okay, and so plan for that. So almost like sort of define what's the objective of the video or like a goal, and really make sure you hit that at the end.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, you want to hit it, and you also want to, you know, for example, one of the apps. Mm-hmm. So if it's for somebody who already knows about for example, plant mm-hmm. you know, caretaking apps or whatever, mm-hmm. then, you know, the the process for them, you know, the video for them might be a little bit different. It might just be, okay, here we have it and this is how cool it is. But for other people, it might be, okay, this is what we have, this is how it works, this is why it's good. You know, really have to just take them sort of step by step through the whole thing. So that's cool. So and that's-
1: yeah, and it's almost like, that like represents like a sales funnel and like everyone is always at a different stage from you know just hearing about you to actually getting closer to actually buying and then i guess that's how you could arrange your videos and sort of if you had the ability to create you know multiple videos
0: right exactly and uh-huh. i know that a lot of people when they do promo videos they think oh i just want to do one yeah. and then i'm going to hit this one out of the park and then that's it and that'll be the one that that does it for me and so the reality is that that typically never happens well mm-hmm. not never obviously it does but it's quite rare, mm-hmm. and so you do have to support it with others. So you can think about a series of videos that are going to, you know, hit upon uh, the audience's questions or answer their questions or guide them through, you know, what makes your product or service, you know, the one that they should choose. Okay. And so, if you look at all the videos that we have for the microphone company, it's kind of like that. Where I know that people have certain questions, and so it's for different products, I'll have know a series of videos for certain products just to help them you know make the right choice so yeah basically that is the most important part there is to understand the goal and what the uh, purposes of the video for the uh for the from from their perspective and also from yours okay
1: that's
0: great um yeah the other action step i would say is prepare your location Mm -hmm. so really consider that your location is going to be very important. You do not want to have anything overly distracting. You don't want to be, um, for example, selling a kid's product in front of you know, a, a background that has like a, a, a jail in the back. Or something. Red light know, district or like, like, of Amsterdam. Yeah, or like a liquor store or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, so be a little bit careful with the backgrounds. Um, also, uh, you know, noise as well, really mm-hmm. important too. Uh, the other thing is that you may not get it right the first time. So the other action step here is to practice mm-hmm. and rehearse beforehand so that you know kind of what you're going to say. If you, if you want to, you can get like these little small teleprompters that connect to your camera and, and you can do it that way as well. The other action step then, so that is practice. So the other action step, the final one, is to prepare the script. So you can either prepare the script or you can not prepare a script but if you don't prepare the script you might want to watch the video that I made about you know whether you should prepare a script or not and some tips for doing that.
1: All right. So the biggest tip would be to go watch that video?
0: Right exactly basically <laughs> everything we just said you could just go and watch the video and you'll learn it all there. Uh, awesome no stuff. but yeah but yeah but basically it's that okay so know who you're who, know who you're talking to, know why you're talking to them From their perspective and yours figure out where you're going to do this thing make sure that you've practiced or at least rehearsed it so that you're ready and then um and I guess maybe the script comes before that maybe a script comes before that right so uh so maybe you should have your script first but practicing is also like um getting things set up it's also understanding your camera settings it's understanding just how your equipment works so that part of practice is is really that too just so that you're not fumbling with oh, this isn't working properly or, oh, that didn't look that good and you have to go and do it again. So practicing is also just understanding the equipment and making sure you're familiar with it so you can use it. Uh, scripting, whether you want a script or not, and getting that ready too.
1: All right. I'm talking about using the camera and stuff. I think that's going to be a good point for us to stop now and maybe talk, you know, we'll talk about that next week in terms of how, we, how you actually produce the video uh, before uh, sure, getting check, it set to yeah. market it. Yeah,
0: Sure. Technical nope. stuff. Okay, right. cool. That Very sounds good. Cool. And that is this episode of the Brand Ballers podcast. Be sure to subscribe to get fresh new episodes each and every single week. And please let us know if you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Thanks for listening to Brand Ballers. learning to build a brand that people understand.